I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. The end of the year is nearing. It's nigh. It's nigh. Like the science guy. (laughs) And like how you would pronounce N-Y-E. Sure. New Year's Eve. Nigh. Is that what you meant by that? No. I meant nigh as in N-I. I I think it's N-I-G-H. Francis coming out of the gate with vocab. We are on on the the eve of. The eve. Coming soon. Um, How are you? Not to be confused with nay, N-E-I-G-H, which is the sound that horses make. And you hear them make that sound, and then you don't think to yourself, boy, I bet they spell that N-E-I-G-H. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We we have a bunch of words like that. When someone sneezes, how do we spell it? A chew? Yeah, that's right. Uh, A-T-C-H-O-O. Maybe right. there's a hyphen in between the A-T and the C-H-O-O. That's not what I hear when I hear someone sneeze. I've encountered two people who go, a chew, a chew. Well, <laughs> that who, must be where it comes from. Who are from. these boneheads? Dude, but, they're just pandering. My buddy Lee's mom. Oh, and then Lee's mom. Lee's mom. Sup? And then also my cousin Mark's wife, Margaret. I mean, a chew. That, that almost seems as if they're being, you know, they're sneezing in deference to people for whom English is not their first language. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. That that doesn't sound right at all to me, you know? Dude, what about, did you ever see this meme that's like, oh, I'll, I'll give $1,000 to anyone who can spell this noise? Like this guy walks out with a bag and I forget what happens, but he like turns around and he goes, it's the big daddy Dilf. And then he goes, get your money up, not your funny up. And then he goes, wow, or something like it's... <laughs> That's the, he does it much better than that. But what? have you seen this? Meme? None of that was information I was familiar with. <laughs> so I'm gonna show it. As to far you. as I'm concerned, you just did it the best that anyone's ever done. <laughs> no, 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 dude. I'm gonna find it to show it to you because it is truly exceptional. <laughs> Somebody sent it to me recently because it's like it's like one of those memes that like many. I, I don't know. I just assumed that everyone had seen it. It must not be the case. Never heard. You of have it. it. Never seen it. Oh my god. Ryan found that. That's incredible. Yo, my man, why you got on that purse, huh? I ain't say no fucking purse. I'm the big dilf. Don't do that. Hell no, I don't put your own in a bit at you, heard? Get your money up, not your funny up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put this in? That is amazing. <laughs> that was a tiger's growl. Do you know who loves that? Hill Dog. Uh, Hill Dog loves the sound. Uh-huh. She just thinks it's great. That's good. You know, Hill Dog liked something because she wants to see it again immediately or hear it again immediately. Yeah. So if yeah. I say something good, she'll say do it again. And the there are some good sounds. Austin Powers, Mike Myers is always very good at doing the. <laughs> I, I can't do oh, it, yeah. but the, the sort of the purr. I didn't know? get that commercial, by the way. Oh. I was on hold for this uh, Super Bowl spot, and I didn't sign an NDA, so I think I can talk about it. Where GM Doctor Evil's in it, I don't know. I thought I like felt like I was going to get it. Like I, I did the callback very confidently, and I was feeling good. Um, it would have been fun to do a commercial with with Doctor Evil. Yeah, Super Bowl commercial. That's but, no joke. But dude, one of the guys. This is funny. One of the guys in the room. So the the director was like, "Okay, so we didn't tell you guys this, but this commercial is actually going to be with Doctor Evil, Mike Myers." And one of the guys who's in the room with me goes, oh, he goes, oh. he goes, I mean, 
This is what we do this for, right? Oh, dude, you're such a fucking tool. No, we do it no. for paychecks that no. we don't have to work for. Yeah, so I can stand next to Mike Myers for two hours and have him not remember who I am. I was like, that's actually why, not why I do this at all. Yeah. I hope to not have to do that. I hope to like get to a point where Mike Myers knows me, dude. <laughs> not just to get to stand there. You know, your father did a commercial with Mike Myers. Yeah, That's right. He was really nice, too. Dude, so pathetic, dude. These fucking actors are such wieners. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, good it's like how i teed off on comedians in the last you know let let the hate oh, yeah. wash over you young dude, skywalker actors man yeah just way too jovial it's like dude you're a fucking just a bunch of beta males keep dude. going keep going don't no, hold back i don't know whatever it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i just think like they're just like pussies dude i'll be yeah. in there i'm like dude you're such a pussy yeah. Speaking of some pussies, you're wearing a sweatshirt oh, that yeah. says Noah on it. Noah t-shirt. Wow. The Noah merch. That's it's, pretty cool. Happens to be a brand. Mm-hmm. But Didn't know that. Noah. Shout out my boy Noah. Shout out to our pal Coming Noah, dude. Age. Dude, so I was thinking about this. This is this is something I whatever. So I went on a date once with this girl. Ooh. And must I, be nice. I know. I noticed that she had like a very big mouth. She just had a big mouth. Yeah. Dude. And like big teeth, big gums, big mouth. Very pretty. But yeah. like big teeth, big gums, big mouth. And we kind of started like, you know, messing around a little bit. And dude, she did something within her skill set, like given that she had this big mouth that was like so bizarre. Dude, she took her mouth, her big mouth and she put it around my neck from like the side. And she started like very softly, like corn on the cobbing my neck. Have you ever experienced that? No. It's the only time anything like that had ever been done. Uh, yeah. Did she, did she eat it like a typewriter or like a uh, like a roll of toilet paper? <laughs> what do you mean? Like she got to the bottom and then was very quickly a, went back to the top? Was it a fruit by the foot <laughs> or was it a, uh, was she going horizontal or vertical? <laughs> the idea of the typewriter? No, <laughs> I just picture her going down the bottom. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she did it. So she turned her. Like she, her mouth was all the way around my entire neck, dude, from the side. So her, ma- you're telling me she was choking you with her lips, like n- with her teeth. <laughs> Wait a second. Her teeth were around my entire neck. Maybe not like all the way around, but dude, like, like, like around my neck, and she was going up and down. I'm like picturing, porn. I'm picturing it from the movie It. When he unhinges his jaw, the the clown <laughs> like a python, and or it something. just comes wide open and it just, just sort of else. consume the entirety of your neck. <laughs> but she, she was around my neck. It felt kind of good, dude. But I never like. And then I just never talked about it again. I remembered it the other day. I was like, "This is <laughs> that's crazy." Um, but so that's not a thing, right? Do you know? If- no, I've never experienced someone sort of nibbling on my neck while their lips. With their teeth, bro. Traveled around the front side to try to meet. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I'm I'm picturing her treating, basically using her mouth as a scarf on you. Oh, she didn't get all the way around. Well, that's yeah, the way yes. you put it. But she, no, she. You made it sound as if your her neck was the 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 neck of a turtleneck. So it felt like it was halfway around my neck from the side. That's she scary, did, man. She did it from the side. That's Not, scary. But it was more likely like a quarter. I would have been. But it was scared. all the way around. Ryan, have you ever, have you ever experienced? Ryan's got a nice 
pencil neck. No, none of that. <laughs> Nothing you, like that. Brian, let me tell you something. You get into a car accident, you're in big trouble. <laughs> Thank you. Your head's coming clean off. It'll be quick. Whiplash galore. Oh, Watch funny. out. That's funny, dude. Um, <laughs> all right, stop. Brian, do you get hickeys ever? You're still of the age where you're in you're in hickey territory. No, never really dealt. Maybe maybe once my freshman year in college, I dealt with that. Mm. But no. I'd be yeah. fearful that she was like a cannibal or something if, if she were to be. Yeah, what's she yeah. Was just Your neck is grasped within her jaw. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, I, she was just using that big jaw of hers, dude. I don't, like, she just had a big mouth, bro. Like, a, a, now I'm picturing her as one of those people that pulls a jumbo jet airplane with their mouth, you know, <laughs> where you see that. You're like, how is yeah, that yeah. possible? Someone's like, momentum. And you're like, I didn't really mean. How is that possible? <laughs> Dude. Once you get it started, it's actually not as hard as you'd think. <laughs> Momentum. Dude, so I, I don't know if you were here when we were talking about this. At the end of the, again, not to keep talking about the live show, we were hanging out. And at some point during the late night hang, I thought somebody had suggested something that they hadn't. And it made me, so I thought that they had said what I'm about to say. But it would be, dude, I, I would be open to selling personal ads on our podcast. Oh, <laughs> if you're like yeah. a single guy or a single girl and you want to like get it out there and uh -huh. you want us to plug you, yes. <laughs> we are open to that. We will be the Craigslist for you. It's uh, pretty funny, dude. I think that's, I think that's totally true. We can read <laughs> your stats. We'll have these people send in pictures, you know? Yeah. Mm. Say whatever it is you want to say about yourself. It could be really funny mm -hmm. to be sort of like pimping people out on our show that would dude. be cool and and I'll, I'll throw in another sort of uh pitch too which is that um if you're somebody who has started a company or a product and you're looking to advertise we are definitely open to that um as you guys have probably realized you know we've had a couple brands that we've worked with for o over a couple years now I yeah mean, we've been with bird dogs for so long because as they say we've had a lot of success and uh we appreciate you guys for that. You know, Brooklyn Roasting Company, I guess the point is that we love working with these sort of direct brands that we found. And uh, if you guys have something that you want to get the word out to our audience, shoot us a message. We'll tell you our rates. They're fair. And uh, we, we would love to work with you guys. Absolutely. That's just a thought. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Um, well, okay. So back to the, the, you know, I'm glad you brought up a little bit of uh, frisky business. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I have something interesting, which is that, you know, Julio called me uh, the other day, <laughs> and this is the first time that this has ever happened. You called me right in the middle of me and Sierra uh, doing a little one-two step. <laughs> and I do not mean that wonderful song by Sierra featuring Missy, Missy Elliott. Sierra spelled with a C, wife of Russell Wilson, starting quarterback for the Seattle Seah Seahawks. Um, yeah, you called us as we were as we were knocking boots. <laughs> and you, and you, well, he called me delight. back. I called him back out. Oh yeah, and you know what? The phone was ringing, and Sierra picked it up and silenced it. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure I didn't even look to see who it was. That's funny. I didn't want her to think that I was concerned about who was calling right. in the middle of our uh, dangerous liaisons. May I reenact how the call went? When I called you. Oh, after? Yeah, you no, mean no, when no, I called Jesus. you back after? No, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so no, it wasn't. 
It's like, let's, what, you want to do a sort of Civil War reenactment type moment of what was happening with us? Yeah, how While are you, you called? I don't know, man. I think you get the idea, you know? It's not too, it's, we're not doing, we're not going too far afield. Francis, I call Francis, I'm like, he calls me back. I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, well. <laughs> I had to tell him. There's something along the lines of, well, Julio, sorry I didn't uh, answer your call the first time. He's like, I was actually having sex. <laughs> I don't know why I was so happy to tell him that. So funny. I couldn't pick up your call. I was uh, I was in the middle of uh, of sex, dude. It was really funny, man. It was great. That man. was awesome. I was um, happy for you. But it, it occurred to me that there are very, very few reasons for why I would not pick up a phone call from you. <laughs> I mean, we are, I would say that you are the most consistent picker-upper of my phone calls uh, oh yeah? of anyone in my life, oh, more than I my mean, parents. I, oh, you answer when my I call calls you, or I answer your calls? Both, I would say okay. both ways. Like, yeah. the, um, your hit rate, Okay. when I call you, I am almost certain you're going to pick up. Yeah, yeah. And the truth is, it's true for me as well. Um, and therefore... I I wanted to tell you why I didn't pick up your call because there aren't many reasons why I wouldn't. Dude, I love it. I, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. I mean, just yeah, just so you know, dude, if you're doing stuff, you don't have to feel pressured to take my call. Well, it was bound to happen sooner One or later, day. and and not because we have sex so often, but because you and I call each other so we often. We do call each other often. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> Felt very proud of myself. I don't know why. I don't know. Dude, I was ripping on my dad during the live show for this, um, but he uh, will answer my calls and will he'll let me get into my like conversation I was going to have with him and I'll talk for 10 minutes and then he'll tell me somebody else is with him and I'm on speakerphone, which is like fucked up for so many reasons. Like, first of all, if it happened to be someone I might say something shitty about, yeah, he would still wouldn't tell me. Oh, jeez! But even if it's somebody I don't know at all, like he was, he has a student from Rwanda, uh, wow. and he was taking him into the city for. Uh, I don't know if he's a student at Columbia or not. It's unclear where he's his student from. It must be Columbia. Whatever. They were hanging out, him and mm-hmm. his student. I started going into like me talking to my dad mode and kind of like carrying on about myself mm-hmm. and then find out that this new person I don't know is there. Mm. And I'm like, dad. And I start to like want to like correct him in the moment, but you can't because then you look like you're being a dick to your dad in front of this yeah. r- random guy. Yeah. So I started that and then I just quickly like let that go. And I was like, hey, man, what's up? Like, yeah, right. Even my, my tone of my voice changes. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully- you're like, oh, I've actually been to Rwanda. In fact, I put out a pretty cool piece of content no no uh, you can no. check that out on my instagram i assumed that unless my dad was a complete guy who lives under a rock which he's not he would have told him already good yeah. so i didn't feel the need to kind of double nice. down on it nice um i had such a blast with your dad he's a fun time we're, we're pals yeah you guys are pals we're bonding yeah you know? it's good yeah zeo butch was at the show too zeo butch was there my i mom. thought you were gonna go in on the great pie debate that they had I didn't want to like, yeah, yeah I didn't drag wanna, up old. Uh, I don't want to make it awkward for them. Old beef. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, no need for the old beef. No, but things. but people did comment that 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 debate was one of their favorite things. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I was so adamantly that on was the classic. side of your dad. The and the cougars also brought that up. Yeah, at one point, which the was pretty funny. Guys, this holiday season, grab yourself a pair of our favorite 
The bird diggity dogs. The bird diggity doohas. We love the bird dogs. <laughs> they got joggers. They got pants. They got shorts. Doesn't matter what time of year they it is. You can wear them all year round. Any of those things I just named. They're fantastic. Yeah, we love the bird dogs. If you use promo code OOPS right now, you'll get a whistling football that when you throw it to your pal on the beach, it's going to sound just like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. You heard that right. You heard that loud and proud. Dude, I was thinking this. I was watching Die Hard since Tis the Season. I mm. guess we kind of, that's it's a debate if that's a holiday movie or not, but if they do play it during Christmas. And I was thinking how bird dogs would have been the perfect pant to wear to that party. Oh, because yeah. Because you'd be at the party and wearing your kind of winter best. But then once Hans Gruber showed up, mm-hmm. you'd be able to run away and plot your escape and how we yeah. were going to take down the whole criminal yeah. conspiracy. So yeah. Severus Snape. He later <laughs> went on to play Severus yeah. Snape. Yeah, Alan Harry Rickman, Potter right? Yeah. BirdDogs.com, promo code OOPS. You're going to get something cool. Whistling get, football. The whistling football. Yeah. It's, uh, is, that's confirmed? Oh, I think so. If Maybe it's, it's something, not. If it's something else, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We love the product. We wear it ourselves. Trust us. Great present for the man in Bird your dogs. life. Get in there. Dude, so my remember how I told you I have a spirit animal, which you've said is not a spirit animal? The girl from the gym, the instructor. Yeah. So I like want a, I like want her body, which I know doesn't make any sense. Uh and not in a way like I wish I'm planning to transition. Like uh-huh. I just like wish I could like have her body somehow and like have that make sense. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> she is the best body, dude. Uh move with Molly. Check her out. I think is her Instagram. She's, Why do you want her body? She just says the dude, just the way she moves, dude. And this class she used to teach. So now she has left the place where I was taking classes, and it's devastating because it's one of these classes where the instructor really like sets the tone mm-hmm, for what mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. And I went and I did it with this other person, and it just wasn't the same. It was lacking, and it was like pretty devastating. Yeah, um, short. But dude, so she, she just has like this like like a rocket's body. Oh, maybe just like a little bit more muscular. Like there's a lot of like kicking her leg out shit going on mm. and dancing and she just like has good rhythm she's just fucking cool dude that's cool you that know? is cool mm-hmm. and like and, I, and it's not even in a way where like i feel bad and like weird talking to my girlfriend about this because it's not a like i i like want to bang her thing it's a i want to be her thing <laughs> which is so different <laughs> i want to be move with molly you idolize her i idolize her I think she's incredible. She remembers everybody's name. She is. She cares. She's just a great instructor of cardio sculpt. Mm. And she will be dearly missed. And I hope to figure out where she's going and take her class mm. again. Well, let's hope that you find her somewhere. <laughs> I've, I've been. Um, I've been doing it. I got let's a new. Hope that you find her somewhere. I, I've been doing a. <laughs> I got a new workout thing going. I want to talk to you about this too. But keep, I know we get into fitness stuff a lot, uh, and I hope it's not too tired for you guys at this point. But I, um, I read an article. You know, I'm, I find myself very influenced by whatever I've read. Unfortunately, I'm I'm so I'm so fickle. Isn't that good though? I go wherever the wind blows. Isn't me. it good to be influenced by what you've read? Isn't that the point of reading? Kind of, but at some point you need to sort of determine your own values and truths i i i'm i i'm influenced by i in the things that i want you ever oh this is tough i had a day yesterday i had a day yesterday where i did so little that the only way and i I tweeted this the only way that i could even uh sort of justify that i'd been alive that day 
was by purchasing something online. <laughs> I had to I bought something online and thought, okay, good. At I least there's a record that I did. I had to spend I was I, I, I spent money. So what were you doing for the rest of the day? Sitting I don't there? know, man. I I just really didn't do much. I I it wasn't yesterday, actually, it was it was Tuesday. Um where I I just I woke up I got out, I didn't get out of bed till probably nine fifteen. Dude, you know that, that's not that's late for me. Yeah, are you on um, like a pretty? Are you on a routine for that typically? Like you're up at eight. Let's put it this way: my best days are the days where I'm out of bed at like seven fifteen, seven thirty. Okay, I get up, I get in the shower, I go out, I walk the dog, I feed the dog, and then I read for an hour. Mm-hmm. I get, I have a full hour to read before even nine o'clock starts, and then I, uh, you know, do my busy work bullshit invoices whatever then i do some creative writing or joke writing songs anything and then i you know kind of go from there and work out later in the day i go out and do stand-up um those are my best days yeah but um on this particular day i i I was a little bit tired and i just I, i i didn't get moving that fast and then the whole day the tone was set in Mm. slow motion yeah and um and i really just couldn't i couldn't break the spell and it it really hung over everything I mean, even though i did work out that day the workout was mm-hmm. was just ugh it was really i felt like i was hurting myself yeah you know that's like what yeah I, i've come to that point too where if i work out really hungover i like will just get hurt yeah <laughs> so but um the work of the thing i read back to the workout situation is you know it's the latest bullshit thing that i read which is that um they say like doing 15 to 20 minutes of of peloton or cardio and then lifting weights is actually better it they, they're saying now that science is saying whatever you you can build muscle better that way oh interesting. whereas before it they was, used to say you can it right? was thought that you sort of cardio and and muscle building stuff lift lifting weights were conflicting cancel each other out right which i've typically found i mean in my life when i've done more cardio i get really lean and my muscles shrink whereas if i'm only lifting i get that kind of that pump balloon yeah you know i don't even necessarily like it that much i I try to find a balance but usually i would do one day of a a cardio and i'd lift the next day cardio Mm. and now what i'm doing is i do a 15 to 20 minute peloton ride and then i go lift for 45 minutes and these workouts i mean i'm 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 feeling like i'm in pretty good shape right that's now. that's great dude that's i'm not really gonna great. lie this that's is awesome. this is this is working so how long have you been doing it a couple weeks and you just feel ripped um i feel the right level of fatigue after the workout mm-hmm. where i can sense that my body is you know it got everything it got I don't know. It just feels right, right. and and then yeah, the, the workout feels more complete. And it's certainly it's, I'm soaked. But you because you you typically run before you will lift anyway, right? I used to. Okay. I used to do like one mile on the treadmill, yeah. which would take me like you know, hard, right? Yeah, seven or eight minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm telling you, doing fifteen to twenty minutes Got of cardio, of hard cardio, like yeah. going for it. Okay, not just like warm up style. You can warm up into your cardio, but then by, by the end of the cardio, I'm sweating. You're, yes. And then I go lift, and by the end of the lift, I'm soaked. Right. Wow. And because because if you do, like, it makes it easier to get to that point. 
you're warm. Because you would even say that on your lift days, you wouldn't even necessarily sweat that much if you weren't doing cardio. That's right. Right. Yeah. I mean, on I, you know, by the time you get to the weights, your body is Crazy. ready to work. That's awesome. Whereas before, you know, it, I'd have to first couple of sets or whatever would be kind of breaking through some yeah. freakiness. Yeah. yeah, totally. That's cool. Anyway, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to to look like for my wedding. Mm. <laughs> I haven't set the John Cena. I know. I haven't set a firm goal yet. But I wanted to do. I want to do something. It's the last major benchmark that I'll have in my life. What? Unless I were to get a a job that required it. Right, right, right. What 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 else would I have? Oh, saying like I mean, oh, like that would require you to get ripped for you mean? It's the, it's the last thing I can lie to myself and say okay. I need to do something okay. for this. That stuff will pop up. Stuff will pop. Up. But but people that is a, a tradition is that people get in shape for their wedding. I, I, uh, but they like, but you're in shape. I don't know that it's a tradition that somebody puts on 10 pounds of muscle. <laughs> like if you Sammy Sosa it, dude, for your wedding, that may not be a tradition, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm, man. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't. I'm here for it, dude. If you want to do it, you should fucking do it. It'll make you happy. Get fucking huge. Dude. I just think it'd be funny. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. And I just, uh, to my other point, I, I don't see another time where I will have any reason to justify putting on 15 pounds of muscle <laughs> i want to put on 15 pounds that's of muscle crazy. that's crazy i want to eat in a way that i'm i'm eating and i'm not hungry and it, it sucks but i have to do it because i set a goal crazy dude do it i'm excited the francis transformation can i ask you a question about your sleep schedule mm-hmm. on, so on a night where you like turn up like for example, I mean, maybe the live show isn't a good example since because it, it ended early. If you have like a, a a party weekend where like you're boozing hard, will you still by like your nature wake up early? I I won't. Later? I usually won't. I mean, if I've if I've had a, a few drinks, I mean, my sleep is is shot. So you no wake up what. early. I I don't. I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sleep to eight thirty nine. Okay. And I wake up and I, I I'm t- I'm dust. And then you need like a nap. I I probably won't even be able to nap i'm just shattered yeah <laughs> i'm completely shattered yeah no, and it takes a couple days to come back from that which yeah. is why i don't drink that much in the first place yeah. anymore yeah stop someone it. told me you know um the whoop bracelet that a lot of people have which you know was started by this guy i know from school um they said that they had one and that you see that on the days uh, where you have just one drink of alcohol, even the sleep you get is so dramatically worse than on the nights where you have no alcohol. Yeah, and but you know what, how for- shit. You know how shitty that day was when you weren't drinking at all, dude. <laughs> oh, got him. You got, <laughs> got those him, sober losers. I'm not willing to give up a fun night of drinking for anything. I've realized there's nothing I would give it up for. It's too fun, dude. I just love it. You still playing Switchcraft? Uh, I sure am, dude. Let's, I can't believe it. Let's see if you can guess what level. I I'm mean, on. It, I, I can believe what it. What level was the I game last time? So addictive and awesome. It's a great game, but uh, I just your commitment is is unbelievable. I'm having a really great time navigating uh, through this Witch Academy, where Bailey is trying to figure <laughs> out what the hell happened to Lydia. So many different things happen. A classic whodunit uh-huh. with a wonderful match three game intertwined. That allows you to keep progressing in the graphic novel. I'm currently on level 
I'm showing this to it's Francis. Be 487. Oh my god. <laughs> I am still very committed to Switchcraft. Holy smoke. Is there any way to beat the game? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope so. Uh but anyway, dude, Switchcraft is a great game. You gotta go download it. You're gonna have a really, really good time playing. Um and just get it on the app store? Yeah, you just get it on the app store. Um it's free. It's amazing. And uh you gotta make sure that you you know, you really get involved in the graphic novel section of it. It's so much fun, dude. Cool. And cool. there's all this different stuff happening. There's all these like non witches and witches and conflicting stuff and then what whatever. You gotta play Switchcraft. Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. There's some know. there's some things that we revealed in the live shows that we haven't said on the podcast that two big pieces. Oh yeah. One is that you are back on Adderall. Oh, I'm taking Adderall again, yes. Um, and when did that start? It started when I started editing my uh, videos when I got back from South America because I just couldn't do it. And I went to the doctor and I kind of asked him, I was like, hey, I have to do this sort of like sit down, focus work, and I just can't do it. Uh, and I was trying to talk around Adderall and he was like, why don't you just take Adderall again, dude? Mm -hmm. He's like, it clearly works for you. Like you've been diagnosed many times as like having ADD or whatever. And then I kind of was like, yeah, but like everyone says they have ADD. He's like, all right, well, ADD is a thing. So like maybe you do actually have it. He's like, you shouldn't be like self-conscious about, I was like, all right, dude, like mm -hmm. cool. And he's like, your brain just isn't going to work without it. So just take it. So then I was like, okay. And I just, Started taking it again. What's the difference in your chemistry, in your day-to-day, -day, kind of how you, what, what have you noticed? So I don't take, I still have, I take it a little less than I used to. I don't like, in, I don't like make a point to take it on days where I don't have stuff, but I will still take it during the week. And then the big difference is being able to sort of, my my, I just live my life probably thirty percent more efficiently in general. Mm -hmm. um, just as far as like tasking and doing really doing compelling, doing actually. things that I don't feel like doing, whether it be changing light bulbs or putting dishes yeah. in the dishwasher or, you know. Can I? I gotta pause you. I changed some light bulbs the other day. I felt like the Lord Himself. <laughs> But like the Lord of the Earth, solving problems around the house is is a rewarding. They thing. weren't they weren't your typical light bulbs. I had to take out light fixtures from the ceiling, and then I had to unplug. I'd never seen light bulbs like this before. Mm -hmm. They had these two little prongs in them. Oh yeah, I know I know those. And then I clamped those in, yeah. refixed it. Whoa. These light bulbs had been out for three or four months, Crazy. and it was something that was like we're gonna have to. Oh, we gotta get the super. We don't you know. Those are those are in the ceiling. Who God only knows how to fix those. Well, turns out I'm God because <laughs> I fixed them. And Sierra came up to the kitchen, and it was as if someone had turned on a spotlight. It was so much brighter. <laughs> the light from heaven was shining down yeah. upon. And you. I said, "I did it. I am all that is man. You got a trusty, handy guy around the house. You got him. I'm here. I can do it. Give me your next problem." Uh, and it good. felt good. It felt feels so good to do to solve something that you typically need to. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> good. Dude. Such a New York. No, it's good, dude. Thing I feel like it's good. Guys everywhere else are like, right. yeah, they're I, like homeowners and they're used to. You doing hire shit. someone to change your light bulb. <laughs> um. Well, we have a light problem too, and unfortunately, it's more structural than the lights themselves. Mm. You know what that means? They're never getting fixed. 
<laughs> We're going to live in darkness. Um, but dude, so now I'm editing these Iraq videos and I straight up would not be able to do it if I didn't have something. Yeah. I just, I just wouldn't be able to do it. W- what happens? Um, so you like just start browsing the internet. No, no. So like I'll have this like in, in an editing project, just, there's so many steps and there's so many different pieces and each piece is its own project. And like knowing that, well, the second I start to think about it, I just start turning off. My body just starts turning off mm. and like, I'll like want to go to sleep or something. It's like a crazy reaction to that. Like the anxiety that comes along with like such a complicated project like that. Um, where I'm oh. like, I'm going to have to do sound mixing and I'm going to have to do this and that. And I just like, can't start. Amazing to hear you describe uh, effectively Ryan's job in some <laughs> ways and how much anxiety. I hate it. I agree. I, I It's so hard. I, um, I don't know how uh, editing seems to me like some crazy cat's cradle. Yeah. Rubik's cube of steps. It's, it's pretty tough. Um, But whatever. So like stuff that's really unpleasant like that, that I don't feel like doing is really hard to do. But I will say this. The medicine works better when you're living healthy. So Mm. like if you're eating like shit or if you're eating a lot of sweets or if you're drinking too much, like any of these things will make it work not as well. Mm. Um, So, you know, whatever. But again, like you get to a point where you're taking it and you don't even really feel it, Um, but it works because you're just like a step slower without it. Mm. Um, Do you think you'll be on it again indefinitely? Yes, I guess probably. Is there another reason down the road why you might move if it away starts from to it? fuck me up or something? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but it didn't the first time. No, did no, it? no. If it, I just started to feel like too dependent on it, and like I would have this anxiety about like not being able to get it, or I'd be getting low, I'd be like, All right, I need to get more. Like I hated that, and it felt nice to not need that. But you know, I also had the luxury of having a a COVID year that was like super slow. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't really require having three or four important things to do in a day. You had one important thing to do in a day and you could do it without Adderall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just living this dynamic lifestyle again, um, I've started taking it. So mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing from the live show, I asked Julio to be a groomsman. Oh yeah. It happened. Fucking Chris, poor guy, you know, had that question come in where it was almost hard to not like let the cat out of the bag. Oh. <laughs> Cause I knew even in that, t- at that time that I wanted you to be a groomsman, I appreciate it, but I didn't want to ask you as a response to a question, yeah. you know, um, I heard it live. I had not, yeah, he had not asked me beforehand. It was cool that you guys were there to see that people were pretty excited. Yeah. It was a pretty cool moment, dude. Well, you know, it would be, um, Almost, I would think, insulting if I didn't. I was wondering that. I'm like, does Francis just think that it would be like fucked up of him not to ask me? And no, we just me? we 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 spend so much time talking to each other. <laughs> Our incomes are so in, intertwined and, yeah. and reliant on each other, <laughs> and uh, and and beyond all of that, luckily, I truly. And you know what's really fun is is hanging out with you when we're not working. It is fun because we can just relax and just get fucked up together. We do have a good time. And be like, oh, what a, what luck that you're a, a nice person to be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And dude, we do have a good time because you know I've worked with people where you know you, you you go out for a happy hour 
drink and someone that you thought you liked and knew in the corridors of the oh, office yeah. all of a sudden you watch them i don't even know what it is the way they take a shot or something maybe yeah. they, they like hold their nose and they're like all right bottoms up <laughs> and you're like oh god i can't hang out with you at all like you're you're fucking weird i didn't know that about you i don't know what it is you know something reveals itself yeah. in drinking by the way that's um I mean, I know a lot of Asian cultures believe that. Yeah, certainly in China, when I was there, there oh, was right. this there was this philosophy that when for business transactions and meetings, you would get really drunk first because the idea was that people who are drunk, you, you that your your ability to be deceitful go you lose that. All oh, right, people are more honest when they're drunk, yeah. so they didn't trust each other until they were drunk. That's so funny. And uh, alcohol goes hand in hand with business. What a over funny there. custom. Yeah. Did you like it there? Where were you? Shanghai, Beijing, and then we went out I and mean, we went out to, into some crazy I don't even know countryside out a few hours outside of Shanghai too. Okay. Crazy. Uh I did not uh I was I was fascinated. Yeah. I I didn't love being there. Uh-huh. Um I the food was hard for me. Um, yeah, but the, yeah. you know, I, I'm this a very is, picky eater everywhere. So for so. the record, anybody who doesn't know this, this is not an unusual scouting report. Yeah. I think this tends to kind of people this there is was, kind of the prevailing Yeah. There was so much oil used in a lot of the food mm. and and uh, kind of everything I would eat was swimming in oil. Mm. And I don't love that. Um and then, you know, I just there it, it it's so foreign, which is cool. But it's it's hard to communicate. Yeah. Um, I will say that the, the I, w- I was going to say that it didn't feel that accessible to tourism, mm-hmm. but the Great Wall of China to this day is the single coolest tourist thing I've ever seen. Really? By far. Wow. Not even not even close. Wow. Close like the Eiffel Tower out of the water. Wow. You know, anything I've seen in traveling anywhere in the world, the the, cool. the, the Great Wall of China is the, the single coolest thing. Wow. That's I was sick. I was awestruck. That's crazy. That's a cool feeling. Yeah. That's a cool feeling. Because a lot of the time you're like, all right, is this going to be as cool as it is? And sometimes it's not. Dude, sometimes it is. It was spellbinding. Yeah. I mean, the scope of it, the way it was constructed, the the scenery up there, you get up there and you just see this spine of a of a thing snaking over mountains and off into the distance you can see it for so many miles yeah famously from space yeah yeah that's so fucking cool it's awesome you know what i find uh, a thing that i find to be impressive that i thought was not going to be at all and that's not the same i'm not saying you thought this about china or the great wall but mount rushmore is sick is that cool mount rushmore is really fucking i i've I've been keen. I don't even. What is it in one of the Dakotas? It's in South Dakota. Yeah, dude, it's really cool. Huh? South Dakota is gorgeous too. I okay. love South Dakota, man. I got another one for you. Yeah. The tour of the 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 prison in Alcatraz. I've done that too. Sick. I did the audio tour. So did I. I did that. that was, was so awesome, I. dude. I got baked out of my mind and did that. I did that by tour myself. That was, was so really fun. cool. Really, see, Ryan, you did it too. Dude, sick, right? Yeah, it was a really cool tourist. Really thing. fucking cool. I really liked that. And here's this that was an example of a time where a person who has so I went to visit my ex girlfriend who had just broken up with her boyfriend. 
but in like a non-sexual way. Like mm. we had moved on from our sexual relationship and we were just friends and she had a really bad breakup and I went to visit her and we did nothing sexual. I can't even. This Slept is, over her apartment. This is a concept. It's so, I can't even wrap my head around it. I wouldn't say take uh, like note of it or anything. Like it's probably not a good idea for most people, but it worked. She had a really sad, bad breakup and I went to stay with her and kind of like keep her company for a couple of days. Wow. You know, no, no funny business. And she was working during the day. I was dicking around San Francisco. And uh, wow. yeah, man, pretty crazy. That is that is cool. Guys, it's that time of year for partying, but it's also that time of year for just in case you die, have an insurance to oh, get wow. to pass on but to a your A lot of dangers ones. out there. Ice, snow, <laughs> people that are going to stab the really pretty girl on the train. You never know. <laughs> Loved ones who you thought were trusted but yeah, ended up yeah. not being. Um, well, guys, Policy Genius is a great place to shop for life insurance, uh, especially if you're planning on getting murdered anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> with Policy Genius, you can compare over a dozen top insurers all in one place. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You could save up to $1,300 or more per year mm. on life insurance by wow. switching, or sorry, by using Policy Genius to compare your different policies. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you not the insurance company, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the process. And eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to the award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. Thank God they did that. So annoying. Wow. Uh, the exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor, higher than options from Ladder, Ethos, and Bestow. Amazing. You can just literally call and get approved right away. It's so dope. Uh, getting started is easy. Just go to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for a free, wow. free 99, the That's best great. price in town. That's a Brent phrase, by the way, free 99, free 99. <laughs> uh, Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get, to it, get right. it right. <laughs> so dude, I've, I've thought of something, and this is stupid, and like, probably, well, unless did you have some more to say about mm -hmm. that? Um, about like the idea of scoring states by how much value they oh, present. Yeah. Mm. And I think that I've, I've come up with three categories and tell me what you think. Okay. So I think that the three categories, in my opinion, the first one is nature. Mm. The second one is uh sort of quote urban life, like what kind of cities or whatever. And the third is culture and they all, so culture and and urban life, both are worth five points, but nature is worth six points. Because I think that, like, <laughs> I think that it should be. Like, I think, like, na nature is, like, the most imp impressive thing mm -hmm. ever. And, like, there's certain places where they would score lower if you didn't give nature an extra point that it deserves. And I, I think that, like, and nature should be out of six. So do you have a top state? No, like, I haven't necessarily applied this uh but like you know there's certain states that would score really high i think i think california would probably score pretty high maine would probably do pretty well i think maine would do reasonably well i mean um, maine would smoke nature maine would do extremely well with nature but it's city well portland's a great city i don't know i, I don't have a whole lot so but this is the, the the thing where this starts getting difficult is like you have to compare it to the other places that score high or low so like you know if a place has a bunch of amazing cities that place will have to have to score higher than mm -hmm. a place that doesn't. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I think California would score high. I think Louisiana would probably score pretty high. Interesting. A lot of culture, good cities, even the nature is like semi compelling. Um, you know, I don't know. 
and mm. like some of these states with amazing shit. Well, here's okay. I was thinking about this. Um, have I brought this up to you before? It's okay. I was having a a rough day mentally not long ago, and then somehow I started thinking about the cosmos. And you've never brought this up. To you. Okay, I started thinking about my place, you know, the, the the tiny space that I occupy or influence on Earth and the tiny space that Earth occupies in our solar system and then the tiny space that our solar system occupies in our galaxy and then the fact that, you know, the tiny space that the, our galaxy occupies in the universe and the fact that the universe is constantly expanding. And it made me instantly think, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Shut your mind up. None of this matters. You don't matter. Your place is <laughs> infinitesimally small. These but does worries, that help or make you more These worries depressed? are infinitesimally small. It did. It, it kind of put things in... in it, it, it sort of scaled my problems yeah, for me. Yeah. And it scaled them down into a more sizable, workable mm. pebble in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 my mental anguish, what am I going to do with my life? And, you know, am I, am I making the right choices? And, you know, what's my purpose? And what's my, what's my goal? And all yeah. these things. You know, the scope of time, we're talking about a snap of a fingers. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in what, in the, the, the scope of, all those things I just talked I know, about. It's crazy. And um, it just humbled me. It humbled me away from my problems. It humbled me uh, off the ledge a little bit. And that worked for me. That's great. I don't know. It might not work for everybody, but, you know, I, I was able to just sort of start laughing my, at myself. Like, no, you're I did, being a bitch. It, it's, 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 None of this matters. It's important to put things in perspective. And I definitely have those moments where... I'll be like, and, and again, not to just talk about this constantly, but like I feel that way when I travel, mm -hmm. it puts my life into perspective for me a little bit. And I'm kind of like, oh, I feel very light. Mm. And it's something that I try to kind of like cling on to. I know we talked about this in the last episode, but like the Alp, Alpinist, I don't know how you pronounce yeah. it, Alpinist, uh, this guy does this crazy shit. And he even says that he's like, when you come back to your life, you sort of like have this calmness that you can kind of cling back onto because like you appreciate everything in your life, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I think that there's some parallels there, but I, o I only wondered because with what you just described, some people get depressed because of that. Mm. They're like, this is all pointless. My whole thing, as opposed to being like, my problems aren't as bad as I think they are. People will be like, Oh my God, the universe is so big. Like I mean, nothing. I'm a speck. Like, yeah, but you know, my life was everything's relative. I mean, we, will honor Martin Luther King till the end of time, as far as I know. Right. <laughs> uh you know, Alexander the Great, some of the names right, right, right. that we that we have throughout history um have maintained their legacy, their standing because the change they made to albeit a small amount of people, a small smattering of meaning in the universe. Right. Um, and yet I, I was thinking about this the other day too, which is we haven't had a good man 
to celebrate in a while, really. That is universally. We haven't had a Martin Luther King in a long time. Someone who is synonymous with kind of great hero. But I feel like you need a little bit of perspective for those people to be people. Like those people are among us now. And Elon Musk will be that guy. Maybe. Like, he might be. It's like with art, dude. Like you can't say it's hard to tell who the great artists are during the time. Mm. Like you need to be able to look back on that. Maybe I think Elon's got the the biggest shot. He's got a shot. He's got a shot of being on money. Do you feel like later in life? Are you interested in going to space? Did we talk about this. We may have talked. About I'm this. not. I'm I'm interested in summiting Everest. Oh wow, are you? Are you planning on maybe trying to do that? I don't think I will because I don't think I have enough time to learn how to do it before I have a child. And once I have a child, I don't think I'm going to want to do it because I wouldn't want to die mm-hmm. for, for them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to orphan my child. Um, yeah, yeah. And we, I still think we should do the base camp comedy show, though. That would be cool. <laughs> hey, I'd go into base camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah be for sure. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast... I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Dude, so I never got to tell you guys about this gig that I did. I did a private gig. Um, which, oh, yeah, the, the dinner, right? Yeah, so these are just kind of like famously unpredictable. Yeah. And I feel like Francis has a pretty good, Francis, I feel like you have a pretty good outlook on them. You're kind of like down and like, I yeah, yeah. like maybe... I don't know what it is. I don't feel that sort of like intimidated by like my dignity. <laughs> like I'm willing to kind of like go like, like do something that might be a little bit of like an ego killer. I, I don't know. So this gig, uh, I'm on some like stupid gig website still for some reason. And I think that like my brother and my mom like gave me five stars, like at some point. So like yeah. I'm one of the first people who comes up. Nice. Um, so, but I, but you know, these are usually terrible gigs. It's like someone's birthday party, like two hours out of the city that like, I'm not going to do yeah. like, they're not going to pay me the amount I'd need to do that. You know? So this one happened to be in the city and they wanted 10, they wanted 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's a reasonable request. Cause usually it's like an hour birthday yeah. party, yeah. like PG 13. I'm like, dude, this is all terrible. So anyway, 10 or 15 minutes, birthday dinner, good crowd. It says, right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll quote, I'll quote something. That's high-ish, relatively speaking. And then we'll see. And they accept. Huh. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I start texting with the guy. And he's like, he answers my call. And I can't really tell what his deal is. And he's not being like overly warm. I'm like, okay, I'm not really sure. And then I'm like, tell me the location and everything. He goes, okay. Text me, it's at Mr. Chow. So immediately I'm like, I probably could have gotten more money for this, but whatever. Yeah, it's a really, really nice it's just like restaurant. Fi- it's hip. It's trendy. It's, it's also obvious. So I was kind of like, uh, me, I, I'm, I was worried about the crowd a little bit. That is so judgmental 
Julio. It might be, but it's like that's it, you being a New York food snob. I'm not. Dude, I'm not even a New York food snob. I just know Mr. Chow is a place that when you're not from New York and you go to New York, you might go to. Yeah, but it's still a really sick restaurant. Really, really sick. Really fancy. I've been one other time. Uh, and I've never been. I just know. Yeah, it's, it's like a famous spot. Got a right? big name. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, okay, and the guy's like, "There's no microphone, but like, don't worry, it'll be fine." I'm like, okay. And I get there and these gigs are really intimidating because like you walk into this room and when there's like rich people at a gig, it makes it even a little, they care about you even less. Like they're not impressed that you're a comedian. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you go from being this comedian to just being this fucking like jester. It's possible that that can happen. Right. So I'm a little worried and I I walk in, I'm pretty stressed out. Um, But whatever. I kind of, I obviously don't show it. I walk in the room. The guy is like, the guy's thrilled by the idea of this. He's like, dude, what's up? It's going to be great. Come in. Like, you go in and it's just like four or five tables of like good looking people who you can tell are well to do like a little intimidating and that me like a little bit more, more intimidating, whatever. I immediately go to the bar. There's all like the best. There's like Casa Azul bottle right there. I'm like, Oof. dude, line me up with some of that. I take a couple, <laughs> they start giving me shots. I'm like, okay. Like before you know it, I'm like, I, they hadn't hit me yet that I was fucked up. But so I get up there and I start doing it. I'm like, he's like, all right, introduce yourself, introduce yourself. They turn off the music. So now without a microphone, I have to be like, Hey guys, uh, my name's Julio. I'm a comedian. And then like five minutes later, someone's like, oh, well, you're Canadian, right? So I was like, what do you mean I'm Canadian? They're like, didn't you say you're Canadian? I was like, no, I said I'm a comedian. They're all, they're all like, dude, you said you were Canadian. <laughs> they all agreed that I had said I was Canadian and that they didn't understand what's going on. And it ended up being wonderful. Like they were good. They listened. Like I thought that I needed to do crowd work and I was, but then like when I actually started doing my jokes, like not only were they listening, but they were laughing and like, nice. it was great. And ended up being great. Great. I sit down, they start trying to force feed me food. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, this is my, this is a great gig. And then they're like, come out with us, come out with us, come out with us. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to, but like, I appreciate it. So great gig, right? All in all great gig, but still some like bad gig things started to happen, but because it was a good gig, they didn't matter. Yeah. But if it were a bad gig, they would have made the gig even worse. What were the bad gig And I would have been suicidal. Bagged things were like yelling out during it, like I got a better joke than you type of shit. People just heckling. People you? just like heckling in a really well spirited way in this situation, yeah. but that in general could be terrible. Yeah, sure. Like people like turning on me, or like <laughs> I started making fun of this guy. I, I was told I can't make fun of people, but then this guy started giving me shit, and I was like, uh, I, and then by the end of the show, he ended up being cool, and I was like, dude, like I was i i was a little i was expecting you to be a shitty audience member because of the way that you look like he was wearing like a long sleeve t-shirt that had all this like logos on it huh. i was like you just look like a bottle service guy like the bo- <laughs> like the guy at the club who you get the bottle service from you uh-huh. know what i mean like whatever she's like r- ripping on in that way and then at the end of the show the quote show people were walking up to me and be like dude i got a joke that's better than anything you just said huh. and then like say it to me you know what i mean but that's like annoying. meaning well but there was like three or four of those like things you do not do to comedians yeah that like when you're on other people's turf it can be a really it can be a really humbling you experience. just need to you just need to go on autopilot and hold your breath until you make get your get your check totally that's what it is it's, i agree it's you're punching a clock agreed for those gigs. and i ended up doing like a half an hour actually wow. which was crazy and i don't know how or why um but i think the gig went well i think they liked me um, I don't think any of them knew who I was, which again, like, you know, as you start to progress in your career, you know what I mean? I now do shows where people who come to that show all know who I am. 
Mm-hmm. They came because they knew me. Mm-hmm. So when you go back to doing shit like this, where they just wanted a comedian, didn't matter which one, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, I watched one of his things. He seemed fine. And now you have to do it. It can be a very humbling experience. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. So it's nice to check yourself and to do this kind of shit. It is. It is. To, to, yeah, to go back to being a person who is just being judged at face value. Totally. With no, no wind behind your back of people being fans. Right, right. You know, there's no, you're not, you're starting at, you got at zero. The temperature is zero and you have to, they're going to decide based on your performance then and there. Yes, yes. And yeah. it's, and it's crazy. It's and a total dude, well, well said. Them. Yeah. Well said. So dude, after that, once that was over and it went well, now it's a perfect storm of two things. It's, I have drank a shit ton and it's just hitting me as I walk out the door and I just did this thing that I was really stressed out about and it went well. So now there's this like euphoria that's yeah. like, it's time to party. Oh and you bet your ass at 5 a.m. I was watching Spanish music videos on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Holding the people who were over hostage, not allowing them to leave. I'm like, no, no, you got to stay. You got to stay. You had people over at 5 a.m.? They were there till like 4.30. Holy smokes. It was our two friend, uh, our friend Ben, our friends Ben and Allie, who Allie's from Oklahoma City. Ben is from Nashville. Or he's from Mississippi, actually. But they both live in Nashville. Um, and they were up. And like we had a couple, uh, I know them through Hillary originally and there was people over and like they were the last two there and they tried to leave like five times and we were like, no, no, you guys, you guys gotta stay. Like we like forced them to stay. Jesus, dude, if, if Sierra had friends over till five in the morning, the wedding would be off. <laughs> it, that's a wrap folks. <laughs> I mean, I can't have that in my life. Sorry. Just too delicate. I'm a too delicate of a flower. Uh, so funny. I like Hillary's friends. It's nice. I, it's nice that I have this new group of non-comedy friends. Yeah. To go along with my, especially because she's a little younger than me, and like a lot of my non-comedy friends, sort of our lifestyles now don't mesh because they have families and shit. So I'm. I would never be in that situation with them. Right. But her hers are are like in their twenties still and nice you know, whatever. Guys, if you're tired of paying an arm and a leg for your phone bill or begging your parents not to kick you off your family cell phone plan like the child that you are. (laughs) It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. It really is, you guys. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online, only Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. I have been using Mint Mobile long before this holiday deal, and I have to say, it's the perfect time to switch. When I switched to Mint Mobile, instantly I found myself with a lot more room around the belt of my monthly budget. Amazing. Lots more money to to spend on things I really care about, like socks, bow ties, chocolate, whatever it is. Dude, and also give the gift of adulthood to your friends this holiday season. Yeah, liberate them. (laughs) Liberate them from from the the family plan. Death claw of their parents. Mint Mobile's best offer of the year is here. For a limited time, buy any three-month plan and get three months for free. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you never use. For a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash oops. That's mintmobile.com slash oops. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash oops. Dude, I have this funny situation happening right now that uh, I want to tell you about. Oh, good. So the lady at CVS wants to bang me, this woman who works at CVS. Hmm. And 
she, every time she sees me, she goes, oh my God, he's here. <laughs> Dude, out loud. <laughs> and like the girl at the register would be like, you stupid. Like uh, to her, to her, uh-huh. like she'll be saying that. Um, and, but like in a way where it's not like judgmental necessarily, like she like thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah. And she'll start saying shit to me like, ooh, like you need to try sh- some dark meat. She'll refer to herself as dark meat. Goodness. And she'll be like, you got to try some dark meat. And then she starts going, don't you bring her in here, meaning my girlfriend. <laughs> wow. That is aggressive. she's seen me walk in there before. So, dude, it's become this thing where, sure, it's nice to be told. And she'll say, she'll really lay it on. She'll be like, you're so handsome. Like, what else did she say? She goes, oh, she goes, that handsome man is here. And he got swag, too. Uh-uh. And I'm like, man, I, this is great. This feels so good. But, like, I feel this pressure. To look good like i don't want to just dis- <laughs> i don't want to disappoint her i don't want her to realize she was wrong uh-huh. i'm worried that like one day she's gonna realize she was wrong and it like stresses me out so some days <laughs> if i'm not feeling confident i don't go to cvs there's a Dwayne reed next door and i'll go there instead because i'm like i can't handle seeing how them. often are you going to cvs regularly i go very regularly what are you getting stupid shit like bottled waters i know you hate hearing that or like whatever, dude. I I like getting these. This is another like ADD thing. I need to like spend money on stupid shit all the time. Well, I bought something yesterday online simply to prove that I had lived. <laughs> it was a pulse check. Simply to prove that I had lived. Dude, that's outrageous. Um, but yeah, no, I go to CVS all the time. Um, so I just worry about seeing her. I actually saw her today, and the same thing happened. She goes, "Oh, he's here." <laughs> I've, I've not to, not to try to, I'm not, this is not one upping, but I've had, I know that I've had experiences. There have been women I've known, typically older women who have been very vocal about their attraction to me. And it was sort of cute and charming and whatever. But, you know, and it becomes sort of a running gig gag. I think that at this point in my life, if that were happening, I would probably stop going to that. CVS. right it's like i would yeah it's a little bit i wouldn't want to i just wouldn't want to deal with it yeah yeah i agree i, I wouldn't want to deal with it i like the attention to a degree but i i, I agree it's like it, it can be kind of a lot yeah mm. um okay another question for you please what do you call the remote control for the tv it's so it's so tough uh, because i I've, I've heard this debate and i know what people's answers are and it makes it hard for me to remember what my answer is. Interesting. I don't think I, I don't think I call it the clicker. I definitely don't. Um, I don't think I call it. Um, once upon a time, I called it the channel changer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> was that something you had to change? It was back in the day when our you, the way that you would. Watch TV is you would hit up, 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 up yeah. to channel, you know, 28, which changer. was Nickelodeon or whatever. <laughs> Pat, who's got the channel changer? The we had, that's changer. what we called it. I, um, but now I suspect that I call it the remote. I, I Not also remote control, the remote. I call it the remote as well. Yeah. What other examples have you heard? Is this a problem? No. Okay. But real quick, clicker is the slang term. For remote control. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I call it the remote as well. Yeah. Uh, I've only heard clicker, channel changer, remote. That's it. I got... Okay, this is why I brought this up. My brother 
calls it the box. The box? He calls it the box. It's more like a wand I know, than a he goes, box. He goes, can you pass the box? That sounds like he's asking for the television. He, <laughs> the box. I believe that or his- Or the cable box. The box, he calls it. The but rem- it's not a box. I know. And we all hate that he does Alessio, it. Alessio, get <laughs> you turkey. He goes, the box. And I'm like, dude, where did he like- the box so i don't know whatever but it's a thing that like i was wondering if anyone else has heard that if you i mean we'll probably get some messages now about people calling you i've never remote. heard that in my life what not one time but the box is the one yeah that's upsetting were you an annoying little brother like would you annoy your your sister i was tough and then would she get in trouble when she punched no, you? no no I will always got in trouble was this because you were ahead of your time size wise like you were always big enough to like dominate her if need be. Yeah. Okay. I was sense. too big. Makes sense. And I was much, you know, if anything, she would sort of do something very subversive or, or you know, kind of almost, almost, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Something that was, was evil and, and subtle. Mm. Like, you know, cloak and dagger yes, manipulation. Yes. yes. Um, to make me then so like explode, yes, and then she'd be like, "I don't know why he, yeah, 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 is so upset all the time, savage," and say that to my parents as if she was one of the parents yes. too, and then that would, and they would all, and then all they would see was my retaliation, and I would right. be the monster. That would always happen to me too, and I have like very specific memories that are actually now pretty funny. Like I remember one time I was like watching TV Saturday morning or something, and I just see my brother appear. Like out of the out of the hallway, and he's kind of just standing there, and I'm like not really sure what he's doing, and he just like very slowly, like almost like pulls a Nerf gun, (laughs) 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 and he kind of aims, and like before I can react, he shoots it, and he literally like hits me between the eyes, and I just like immediately got up and beat the shit out of him, and like got in so much trouble. (laughs) <laughs> all the time like i would if i no matter what happened i would end up being the one who got in trouble maybe I just, sometimes i'm sure i deserved it but it didn't matter how much he was antagonizing me like yeah. i would um it was pretty funny. it's weird you know i didn't i didn't have a brother so yeah. i couldn't retaliate with force there was no yeah. physical uh, interesting there was i could never touch my sister obviously yeah. yeah uh which meant that i just yelled a lot or got you know angry and said crazy things which was arguably worse i mean they my parents because your parents would hear that yeah 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 you know even if they were in the other room they'd hear me yelling and and then because (laughs) because with your situation at least your parents weren't there to see it right so it's his word against yours whereas my parents would hear the things i was saying right we would fight in the car you know, in the back seat of the van on road trips. What kind of van? We had a Ford Windstar was our first, and then we got we upgraded to a a, a Honda Odyssey. Nice. That was nice. the really nice That's one. That's the big boy. Yeah. That's the I mean, big that boy. thing had the. It was always, you know, we always had leases, so we'd have a car for three years or whatever, and then, and then depending on how things were going. But yeah, I mean the the Ford the the Honda Odyssey was so spacious and it's comfortable. Sick, dude. Yeah. That's fucking sad. Many vans get a bad rap, but they're awesome cars. I had my first moment of action in a minivan. Fourth grade, I got a kiss on the cheek. Ooh, uh, must I, be nice. There, there was a diversion. She said, oh, is, I think I see a deer. And I looked, 
And so he's a deer with you. I know, I know. Jesus. And when, when my head turned back, I was greeted with a kiss on the cheek. Wow. And I smiled for the entire time. Who's night. that seductress? Is she in porn now? <laughs> her name's Mary. How'd she... She was ahead of her time. I think she's now a uh, like a marine biologist. Oh, I, I thought believe. you were going to say a marine. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not surprised. Hoorah. <laughs> um, well, what do you think? Should we take, Let's, bring uh, that'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. That's a good Oh, wait, movie. wait a minute. <laughs> I want to address the. <coughs> I have a tickle in my throat. It's not. I'm, it's, it's not okay. a cold. It's just there's it's something a, it's, in my throat. It's, totally it's like a little cold. cat's clawing, clawing around. This down is there. the time we live in. If you cough, you immediately have to explain it, and it's all good. Dude. All right. So Julian, COVID all over me, pal. Yeah. Julia and I went to the Girls Got to Eat uh, live show, and it blew our minds. We it, just sort of sat there, riveted, like. Oh, that's how this is supposed to be. <laughs> um, it was honestly just, I mean, incredible. It was really um, great. Really and impressive. people losing their fucking minds. It was so impressive. Super fun. Super cool. And then we rode the subway home together. And it was late <laughs> on a Sunday night. And we're on the subway. And we're kind of just sitting there coming in and out of conversation. And there was a moment where we didn't speak for a few minutes. And then I turned to Julio and I said, there was a girl that was sitting across the car on the other side of the bench, but at the other, you know, down, maybe 10 feet down. And I said, wow, that girl's really pretty. And he goes, dude, I was just going to say that. (laughs) And as soon as we both agreed on this, the girl started like taking on a life of her own. She became this like angel. Like, what is she doing on the subway? Second, first of all, second of all, she wasn't wearing a mask, which kind of irked me. It, but it also helped me where I was like, well, we would never date because she's not buying into the social contract. Oh, You're right. supposed to wear masks on the subway. I just thought it was badass, dude. I yeah, like, sure. <laughs> it's good. For but her, she, she was she was stunning. And, and I don't think it's disrespectful for us to say that. It's perfectly fine to acknowledge that someone else is is pretty, whatever. Um, but I had the thought, this was the thought that I had that I texted you later. This is what went through my mind was that if, if I had been single and I had seen her on the subway, I would have wanted someone to attack her with a knife (laughs) so that I could get up and then dive as a human shield and take the knife for her. Because that would have been the only way that she would have ever fallen in love with me. That was the sequence of events. And it's, you know, it's probably my hero fantasy going on. But it was also like, all right, there's no way you can. She had headphones in. You can't go up and be like, hey, 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 take your headphones out. Like, want to get a drink sometime? It would have had to have been lunatic knife wielding person coming at her to slash her throat. I see it unfolding and I dive in the way and the, the blade gets embedded in my shoulder, you know, yeah. and I pass out and then I wake up in her arms and she's like, call 911. <laughs> What's your name? Oh my God. Dude. That was, that was the I whole thing it. that went through I my head. It. That was so funny. I was laughing when you texted me that. Um, dude. Well, yeah. What do you say? That's it. Let's wrap it. Oops. The podcast guys, uh, you know where to find us at oops, the podcast, oops, the podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on. Tell us about your New Year's resolutions. Uh, we're curious about that stuff. Uh, mm. Coming to a city near you in 2022. And uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for more updates. We appreciate you guys.